Hi, this is Joseph, the host and creator of Sci-Fi Graveyard, as hosted by The Heart of Geek. Is there a topic that you love to talk about? Would you love to share that topic with millions of listeners around the globe? If so, then you're almost there to starting your own podcast. The only thing you need is Anchor.fm. With Anchor.fm, you can record, edit, and publish your own podcast to the Anchor site and to popular podcasting sites around the world. So what are you waiting for? If you'd like to get started, all you need to do is head to the Play Store on Android or the App Store if you have an iPhone. Start the download and get recording today. Thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard and on to the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sci-Fi Graveyard, where we talk about old and current science fiction, and we rate it either rise from the, rise from the grave, rest in peace, or let it die. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the 27th, uh, 2017 movie, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson. This movie, as you probably know, stars Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill. Uh, this was the second film in the Disney trilogy, or sequel trilogy. Some people like to refer to this as Disney Star Wars. Um, the movie was released in, again the 20, in 2017 on the 15th of December. And it was released through Lucasfilm. Um, so we'll just go and talk about maybe what we were like. I saw this movie in theaters. I saw it at the AMC in CityWalk. Uh, the AMC is no longer there. It's a cin Cinemark now. But that's where I saw it. I went to the midnight showing. And so we're just going to talk about our first impressions, maybe when we watched the trailer for the first time back in 2017, if you can cast your mind back that far. And then we'll just probably talk about what we love, what we hated, and then give it a final rating. It's working, we're going to work a little bit differently here. So going into this film, when I saw the trailers, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I saw The Force Awakens, I thought it was just Star Wars Episode Four all over again. Um, instead of the Death Star being a space station that's shaped like a moon, it was a literal freaking planet um, that blew up the capital. I guess it blew up Coruscant. But um, I can't remember. I have to go back and rewatch it. So yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And I didn't hate The Force Awakens. I liked it. I, I kind of was sad that Luke didn't show up till the very end. Spoiler alert. But I was excited to see what was going to happen with Luke Skywalker and everybody. I was sad to see Han die. Uh, some piece of shit on a app I use spoiled the, the Han Solo death. Spoiler alert. But other, well, actually, it's been like five years. Y'all should know that by now. But I was still excited to see what was going to be next and how they were going to progress the story. So that I, of course, was stoked to go see it on opening weekend, which I usually don't see movies on opening weekend anymore just because I don't like crowds and I don't stay up that late out and about. If I'm going to stay up late, I'm going to be at home. So I was super excited. Um, and then I went to see it. I even have one of the popcorn buckets. Actually, I think I have all the popcorn buckets. They sold all the, all the different ones for this movie. Uh, I think there's like three of them. I think I have all three. So that's pretty much my, uh, my first impression. I was kind of excited to see it because, I, like I said, I didn't hate The Force Awakens. And I wanted to see where it was going to go. I liked the character Ray. I didn't hate on her um, from The Force Awakens. Uh, a lot of people did. It, said that she was a Mary Sue. I really didn't get that feeling at the time. What um, is a Mary Sue? 
someone who comes in out of the blue and basically outshines everybody. Uh, yeah, is like super powerful or basically yeah. like mm. she can do no wrong. Yeah, it's just like everything comes easy. Yeah. Oh, I'm super good at the force, even though I don't even try. Yeah, that um, kind of stuff. That kind of thing. And I didn't really get her as a Mary Sue at the time, but I'm being honest with you, as I watched the next two movies, I kind of saw a little bit of of it. Um, just to be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. I, I actually, I think my least. You're talking about with Ray. Yeah, with Ray. Um, because in most of them, she was training a lot. So anyway. she was, but she did hold her own against what the main thing that people said about her being a Mary Sue was how she was able to hold her own against Kylo Ren in the final fight. But what people well, they kind of explained that in this movie anyway. He took a bolt caster to his, brain. and that's yeah. what I was going to say. He, what got I'm he got shot, and then he they were talking shot. about the. Well, like, this is one thing that I saw about the movie was that they were explaining at the very beginning when he's talking to Snoke, where Snoke is sitting there and he's like, yeah, I can see, like, how it, I thought you were going to be, like, the next Vader, but now I'm, I'm unsure because you, uh, like, you, he was like, I killed Han Solo. And he's like, yeah, and it tore you to shreds. That's why yeah, he but beat that's... you. Like that, like that's one of the things that they were saying in it. So it kind of explains like why, but like also at the same time, yeah, he got shot in the ribs. Of he course, he's gonna shot. be weaker than than usual against her. What are, are we gonna have to do? The Force Awakens on here? Uh, that's all we've been talking about. Well, I just want to set up. <laughs> so we'll probably mm, after yeah. Speed Racer, we'll do the Force Awakens. Um. The reason he got shot with the bowcaster, but when you saw in the the bowcaster fight, uh, or when the fight, I can't remember the name of the plant they're on, but um, where they're fighting the stormtroopers and Chewie shoots them with the bowcaster, they go flying back. So the bowcaster isn't weak; isn't a weak weapon. It's very strong. So he took a bolt shot to the chest, and he's obviously he has to be using the force to hold himself together. Um, when it was killing store troopers with protective armor, he's not really wearing armor. He's wearing robes and, and people talk about how was Finn able to hold his own? Well, Finn's a trained stormtrooper, And if they had left it in the movie we talked about last time, when we talked about star Wars, Finn was supposed to be training to be a Jedi. So he actually had the force plus being a trained soldier. They say the force was the reason he was able to break free of the conditioning of being a stormtrooper. But um, I was excited to see this movie. I liked all the characters in the first movie. I thought BB-8 was really cute. Um, and I like all the characters. So I just, I mean, the really thing that made me really sad about seeing this was knowing a year before that Carrie Fisher had passed away. And that broke my heart. But I was really excited to see the film and wondering how they were going to finish the story with episode nine. So that's my first take. Uh, who would like to go next on what their first impression was? Well, for mine, it's like uh, I was excited to see it mostly because like Force Awakens was like what the prequel should have been to me. Like it should have been like where it's kind of like taking it in a new direction, but it wasn't like uh, making everything like the CGI and the prequel movies are just horrible. Like sure, like the CGI wasn't like that great at the time. But you could tell if you watch those movies compared to this one, the CGI is like night and day. 
like completely. But like for Force Awakens, what they set up in that movie, I was very intrigued with what they would do in this movie. So like I didn't even try to watch the trailers at all. I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna watch it. I think I watched the first one. I was like, I'm intrigued with what they do, and then like. And then I was just ready to watch it. <laughs> I hear you. Like I said, I was excited. Um, like I said, I wasn't like I saw the Force Awakens, and I was curious. To, like I saw the how it to me it felt like uh, episode the, A New Hope all over again. But that wasn't like I didn't hate it because I liked some of the stuff they did. Uh, Stephen, what was your first thoughts? Uh, well, my first thoughts uh, was that it was going to be pretty dang cool because in in one of the trailers that showed the the planet they were on where it had like that red dust yeah just like that was cool like just the whole juxtaposition of the like the white sand yeah and the on dust crate, coming out, i think that's what it, they called it, it just looked really yeah. cool the cinematography of that and i was like oh this is gonna be really neat yeah. and it's gonna take it in a visual direction that's really cool because that that's what something that the force awakens really deal uh, dealt with very good was taking it in a very interesting yeah. visual direction yeah and with using mostly practical effects and then just using CGI to like supplement those and just make it feel real was something that The Force Awakens did really well. And see, trying to see what a different director would do with that while in this same world was just, I was like, ooh, this is going to be cool. And Jeremy, what were your first thoughts? I'm sure you well, saw this in the uh, theaters with the boys. I saw it with Aiden. I mean, because Liam was maybe a year or two old but um no my first thoughts was i remember the speculation of who the last last jedi was actually going to be and i know that was so that was one of the things that my first impressions were seeing the trailer that's where i became kind of stoked to see the movie like how were they going to yeah. actually like, play it that's out a question. you know like <laughs> who is the last jedi is it ray is it finn is it luke i mean who who are they actually talking about right so and and the trailer kind of you know pointed at stuff but it didn't point at stuff so it kind of left it open to, to speculate and i know that was yeah, yeah so i know yeah. that was one of the things that got me wanting to see it but yeah we did watch it in the theater um, when it first came out, I think we even, I want to think that we may have seen it as one of those double feature type things where they showed force awakens awakens first. And then they showed last Jedi after, um, I've always wanted to do one of those, but I was never able to. Yeah, it's like yeah. they would do like the whole movie marathon. Good lord, that was like a lot. They did it for the Marvel film. They've done it. Yeah, they've done it in two. Well, I think they did it for Star Wars, but they only tend to do it in the major markets, yeah. like New York yeah. and like LA and shit. Well, the AMC where so, I used to work did it for the Marvel movies. Um, well, yeah, the Marvel ones they did. It. I, I know there was like what was it when uh, Endgame came out? It was like twenty. Or something. Yeah. Every single flipping movie was like over two days. Yeah. Which yeah. it was like, holy crap, there's no way. But anyways, um, but yeah. So from that standpoint, that was what left me stoked to watch the movie when when I saw the trailer in the theater. 
Now I can't tell you what movie I saw the trailer from, but um, probably another idea. Disney movie or like uh, another Marvel movie, probably. I honestly probably saw it working at Disney, where I first saw the trailer. To be honest with you. Well, I'm trying to think. It was Infinity War in 2017, because I think that was, because yes. I can't remember if it was 2017 or 20 and 2018. Maybe 2018 because the movie came out like the following May or something like that. Uh, in game or was it? Yeah, I can't remember. But I, I I can't remember what I saw it on. Oh, you know what? I think one of the did Star Trek movie come out in 17. Was that Beyond uh, Star Trek Beyond? Uh, I think. So. It was around there. If Beyond came out in seventeen, I think the trailer was on Star Trek. I think, I think they actually did the trailer for Star Trek. Give me one second. Well, I know they ended up doing that shit all the time. Like especially on the Marvel movies, they would always play like the uh, Star Wars uh, trailers too. So yeah, it could be off of that, or it could be off of like a million other different movies because they try to like. Uh, get everybody watching on them. Yeah, because Star Trek Beyond came out in 2016, so maybe not. Uh, I was thinking it came out later than it did. I can't mm. remember where I the, um, the trailer because I don't get to go to movies as much as I would like to anymore. You know, life. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, especially well, now. Nobody can right now with COVID. Now, well, I mean, they just reopened the theaters out here. Yeah, the AMC in Destin is opening back up mm-hmm. uh, this week, I think. And some of the other ones are, too. Um, they're starting to reopen. No one's really talking about COVID anymore. I guess we all just, as a collective society, just gave up on it. <laughs> uh, whatever. But we're still going to wear masks for another like six months. But anyway, <laughs> so so let's let's talk about some. Um, we'll talk about what we thought of the movie. I'm probably going to be a little bit overly critical. Keep in mind, I'm being critical because I'm just I was analyzing the film when I watched it. Um, I, I I'll say this right now, and I'll probably repeat myself several times. I actually don't hate this movie. I I do feel it's a little bit. I do feel it's. I do feel it's a little weaker than the other two. Number two. And, and yeah, I was actually the worst the worst out of the three, I think. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like the worst out of the three, but I didn't really hate any of the films. I'm just being critical because we're talking about the movie and I'm gonna question things I normally don't question. So um the only thing the first thing I really um gonna be critical on, I mean I really didn't really care for Ryan Johnson's take of the movie. Now I'm not saying I don't think he's a good director. I, I loved Knives Out, which is another film he directed after this movie, and I loved that movie. And if you hadn't seen it, you really need to see Knives Out. It's a really good film. Um, I think he, they, gave him, they gave him like creative freedom, and I think that's kind of the problem. They, they didn't really have a, they didn't have a plan. Okay, I was, I was going to mention this before, uh, but no, and then you started talking about it. I was just thinking about it because I was talking about it with a friend is that it's kind of insane for me, knowing that they do, like, where they have Kevin Feige, where he ends up talking about trying to keep the continuity for, like, Marvel movies and all that stuff, and trying to have all this stuff in there. And then they gave Ryan Johnson creative freedom, didn't tell him to stick to a certain story that they were doing for the first movie, right? 
And yeah. Because if, if, if there's a current uh, common thread between everything that I've been hearing about this movie is that they they don't like a lot of the shit because it feels like it took away all the questions that were from Force Awakens. And it was like they that did. Was they I, yeah, did that's, that's one of my major well, It's like it's kind of weird how like Disney is a multi-million-dollar corporation, and they do this shit with Marvel movies where they're trying to make sure that they're in the same box, right? But then Star Wars is like one of their biggest money makers now, where they make millions and millions of dollars on here, and they have like a certain way to go, like J.J. Abrams or whatever. And they didn't try to stick to like certain bullet points, right? Yeah, I think they, that's the main problem is that they just gave them complete freedom to do whatever. And they didn't say, like, hey, I wanted Ray to be like this. I wanted Snoke to be the main villain. I wanted to do this, blah, 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 and try to get him to change his story to fit more of the narrative that J.J. Abrams was trying to tell. Or that Disney wanted him to tell, and that's why in Rise of Skywalker it was like they were trying to course correct. A lot yeah, of the same. it was so, obvious they were trying to course correct. That's what I'm saying. That's the main thing that I think is so weird is knowing that Disney didn't try to do that. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. But uh, that's the main thing that I was thinking of when I was talking about it. It was like it just didn't make sense how like they do all this work. To get this, I guess they didn't give that much of a shit for like how much the stories were, as long as they actually got people watching the movie. Yeah, I... but sometimes that's not Disney's fault, you know, because Disney owns the intellectual property, right? But each individual studio, I guess you would call it, it is run by different people. It, so... I guess you could throw this at Kathleen Kennedy's feet because she's the one in charge of Luke's film. Which is the banner? The uh, technically, it's Lucasfilm that's making the movies. Yeah, and that's what I'm kind of getting yeah. at. So the other ones are, you know, that process was kind of in place before Disney or bought them. And it's the same thing with Star Wars. I mean, Star. The difference there, Star Wars kind of didn't have a. Oh, you go mean Star Trek plan or Star Wars? No, Star Wars. Mm. Did I say Star Trek? No, no I didn't know. So that's what you're talking about too. Is the no, Star I was talking about. I was talking about both properties because oh, Marvel okay. was bought by Disney, right? But there was a plan in place. Well, I think when Star Wars was bought by Disney, there wasn't because it was after the first six. So then they took over and Force Awakens was their first yeah, go forward in, yeah. after buying them. But- Marvel was kind of already in place, and they already had. Oh, true that. You know, Stan Lee was involved too, and that, that, there's, you know, there's probably reasons why. Obviously, they were different now. Well, so yeah, I would put it at the feet of whoever runs the division. Let's say I would say probably, same thing like with the theme parks, right? I mean, yeah, the theme parks were all under. We were all under the one umbrella. Like we were all under the Walt Disney. Uh, Walt Disney under the Walt Disney banner, but there's the theme parks division, there's the movies, there's ESPN, there's the History Channel. Um, and if you didn't know, Disney owns the History Channel. Um, there's the different movie studios, I think Touchstone, if it's still around. Um, there's another one they own. 
too. I can't remember what it's which what twentieth century Fox now. Yeah, twenty first century Fox now. But the, but like when Disney acquired Star Wars, I remember I was at work that day. I was working at the Rave before it became an AMC, and we were all talking about it. And I actually thought it was a good thing because you know Disney has un- practically unlimited resources. But I I do want to say I think if it's anyone's fault, it's probably Kathleen Kennedy's because she is the head of Lucasfilm. Because George Lucas actually plotted out episodes uh, seven, eight, nine, and then when he sold it, Disney just well, we're going to use the word Disney here, but we're most likely talking about Lucasfilm. But Disney just tossed all that out and went their own direction, mm-hmm. and so there was a plan because like the original Star Wars trilogy, the first one kind of doesn't fit with the other ones but it kind of does and that's because they did star wars as a, in its own standalone film because if it was success a success they could do you know the next two and it was the prequels as as lame as they are did at least have an overarching story between all three movies uh, but i think uh, that was the difference because once they made it popular, right, then they could go back and explain, like, where everybody came from. And, they, and I think they did that very well. And I, and I think that's one good thing that when Lucas did it the way he did, you know, if you're vested in the characters, you want to know how they started. I think, the, and, I think the worst thing for me about the prequels is the dialogue. I think if someone else had, like, had a pass of the scripts to clean them up and change some of the dialogue, I don't think they would have been as bad. Maybe get rid of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> but other than that, I don't think they're bad. Now, with with this movie, there's some, I think, killing Admiral Akbar when they blew up the bridge of the transport was, like, not cool, man. I was so mad that they killed off uh, Admiral Akbar. Well, I mean, but, so many people got, like, mad about that part. But, I, like, I was thinking, to uh, to my perspective, was that it was showing, like, that they were pretty much destroying their whole crew, right? And they were yeah. just trying to get, like, so they were trying to be like, oh, there was only so many people. And then, I, like, the main thing that I ever hear about about that scene is how Leia doesn't have no damage. And she gets shot out, and then she does the whole force walk back in. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I hate that scene. I oh, actually oh. hate that scene. Like I'm in the I'm on the I'm in the way minority on that because I actually don't hate that scene. Uh, the reason I don't I, it is corny. I'm not gonna lie, it's really corny. But the reason I don't like uh, the reason I actually liked that scene is because I always because uh, I didn't I didn't read the extended universe. I don't know Stephen if you did, but I had friends who who read it. Uh, well, none of that's canon anymore. I know, I know. But in the if, apparently in the extended universe. She was supposed to have gone through Jedi training and had a lightsaber. And even though they did introduce she had a lightsaber in episode nine. But the um I liked it because that showed she knew she had the force. And maybe she had some training. We've come to find out that she did, but she she turned away from it. That's the only reason I like that scene, because I always thought it was weird if Leia didn't train to become a Jedi at least in some way. And so that's the only reason I like that scene. Do I think they could have maybe done it differently? Yeah, they probably could have done it differently. But I um, I really didn't I didn't really mind that scene. Um, I, talking about some of the nitpicks of the movie, why is the First Order only going after the 
the rebels. They're not calling, they're not their resistance. Uh, they don't really call them rebels until near the end. But why are they, why are they going after the resistance? I, I know they destroyed Coruscant, the, the republics in flux, but there's nothing stated that they have taken over the republic. They just say the republic is no more. But yeah, all we know is you destroyed the capital planet. We don't know what the other what the systems have done. So there's well, no. I think the way that they were trying to explain it was just trying to get rid of all the people that were in their way. That's that's what I was perceiving out of it was that no matter what, the rebels were going to keep fighting them until they were gone. So I think and, that's why they kept going after them was trying to get rid of them finally. And yeah. and I can I can see that, and I I get that the overarching story of uh, the overarching plot of this movie is hope because they kind of like stamp it in your forehead that there needs to be light. Um, but like I said, I'm just going to list some of my nitpicks and then maybe I'll talk about some of the things I like. I don't know. I, I'm in a nitpicky mood. Um, I didn't like Luke being a hermit. Um, I didn't like the fact that... That's the one a lot of people didn't like. I didn't, him throwing the lightsaber too. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Even Mark Hamill didn't like how Luke was portrayed in this film. Um, I do think the Porgs are cute. Um, the X-Wing is showed underwater, but it didn't look damaged, which people were pointing that out for the last movie, the, the Rise of Skywalker, that he, one of the doors is apparently a uh, X-Wing. But um, apparently when they showed his X-Wing in the water, it, it didn't look damaged. Um, I didn't like Admiral Red Herring or Admiral Holdo. Hold the door! Um Oh, the lady with the purple hair? Is yeah, that, yeah, Laura Dern. Now, the reason I didn't like her, it wasn't so much... Like, I didn't have a problem with her character, but it's just the... I mean, I guess I did, because I'm, I'm criticizing the character. The writing... The, whoever wrote... Oh, Ryan Johnson wrote the script. They, they set her up. For one, I didn't like how she was shitting on Poe. But, um, but they made her look... I guess they were trying to think, make throw up something that there was a like a mole or something. Cause you don't know how they're able to track the ship during light speed. Um, I, I don't like how they made her to look up like a bad guy. I thought it was stupid. Um, I, I don't care for when Rose tasered Finn thinking he was trying to escape and he was actually trying to lead Ray somewhere safe. Um, I actually don't hate Rose. I actually do like her character. Um, the, her falling in love with Finn thing was kind of rushed, I think, but I don't like how they set up Admiral Hodo because if they had just said, if she had just went, Poe, this is the plan. We're going to get as far as we can. We're filling up the transports and then we're going to get on it and we're going to go to the planet under this. Oh under- yeah. How she was being all secretive and yeah, stuff. She yeah. Like super yeah. She could have just said that to Poe. It's not like he would have been like, Oh, okay. I understand that. Okay. Yeah. She she been like, yeah, there's a place off planet and we got to get over there. And then he wouldn't have been fighting her the whole time. Yeah. I thought that, that was a dumb. That that, was I think so that's one dumb. of the main things that I do not care about this movie because it didn't really need to be there was him going against her the whole time. Because, because, and this is like my main criticism, the C plot where they go to find the code breaker to me is like, didn't even need to be in the movie. That was 12 to 13 minutes. Cause I, I tried to time it the best I can 
So I, I'm going to say it was between 12 and 13 minutes of the actual screen time that that plot didn't need to be there. All it did was to serve up to give some, to, to like hurt the rebellion or the resistance because she didn't tell him the plan. He went off and did his own thing, which sent Finn and Rose to the, the gambling planet. And they meet Bel, Belnicio del Toro and he sells them out to the, the, the first order, which is why the, the ships start getting picked off the transports. So hundreds of people lost their lives because Captain Red Herring, Admiral Red Herring, my par- pardon me, didn't explain the plan to someone who probably needed to know the plan. Because well, he the main never- thing for me, too, with this part is that how would it, that dude have known that they were putting the transport ships on there? Because he probably, I don't think they probably that that and that's also the other thing was that I don't think Poe ever told Finn the whole time that they were going on transport ships to go. But the Canto Bite thing made sense to me because they were just like trying to get the tether off, right? Where they could light speed and light go into light speed again. But also at the same time, if you're running out of fuel, it's like you could only do so much, but still. Yeah. Um, I get the running out of fuel. Um, that that's a plausible thing. You could have had some other race against time for them, but not. Yeah, that would have been just as interesting. Just as interesting, like, but that whole plot. Yeah, the, plot. the the payoff for the 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 subplot. There's like three plots in this movie. There's the story with Ray training with Luke. There's um, the first order trying to take out Leia's in the the resistance and then there's the oceans 11 where they go to find the uh code breaker and they who they don't find by the way they get somebody else well they They, tried to get the dude but then they they, because of course of course because a wacky uh hey they illegally put this stuff over there that's them they get to go to jail before they get to the guy like if she just told the plan to to Poe, there'd be no Poe commits treason uh, because of it. Um, he's not wrong to be it's upset. Really weird stakes for no yeah, reason. yeah, he's trying. Uh, like that's the main thing that they were talking about him being impulsive and stuff like that. And it's mostly because he's trying to have everybody survive, and then he doesn't yeah. feel like she is the best person to make them survive. And then I, I he goes and he does these plans to try to uh, go against what she's doing. But in actuality, if she would have just told him the plan, he would have been like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have been fine. Yeah. And I'm not even saying shutting down the tether is a bad story to put in here. I think they should have went about it a little bit differently. Maybe have Finn, a stormtrooper who conveniently knows about it, have him and maybe Rose or someone else go in an escape pod, not even an escape pod, but maybe an escape pod hidden in some debris. And maybe once the ship passes the, the debris, maybe they could attach somehow to the, the hull, break in and maybe do something, make the C plot. If you have to have it, make it something where they didn't have to go to another star system to do only to end up failing, maybe have them come from the ship 
and somehow get on board Kylo Ren's ship, that would make the most sense. Or just, uh, yeah, or like, or just, just find else. somebody, because they could have probably knocked out a couple of stormtroopers somewhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> went to a plant off planet and found a, a couple of stormtroopers because he already knew how to do most of the stuff and then get on the stormtrooper <laughs> ship and then fly it because he would have probably known how to do that too and then got <laughs> into the thing and they wouldn't have known. Yeah, I will say one but, thing. I mean, that's just overthinking it, you know. I'm, I'm probably am like, But the story. Well, that's what I'm saying too. is like certain things. Yeah, it could have been better, but it's also at the same time, it's like overthinking it sometimes too. Well, I'm, this... I'm like the Canto bite scene really didn't really. Uh, it, uh, I, it's very divisive, right? To me, <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the scene because I just watch it as a movie. So it's not like it bothers me totally. It doesn't take me out of the whole movie. But also at the same time, I I understand the grievances with it. <laughs> because they're it, just showing like, he's like, this planet's beautiful. And it, then, oh, because they are assholes on this damn city. Yeah, they're, they're all rich gun runners who sell to both sides. Which... Um, I pretty, I'm pretty confident the ship they stole was probably the the, the code breakers. I like to think that. That's my headcanon for that. But um, and all all Ad, all Admiral Holdo had to do was just be like, "This is what the plan is, Poe," because Poe is their best yeah. pilot. Hey, Poe, here's the plan. Yeah, I know. I know you really want to be a part of this whole situation. And you're doing everything you can to help people, and I want to reward that impulse. Here's the information you need, and I, this is what yeah. We're doing. So, like, I felt like he'd have the clearance to do it because of who he is. So it's not like they're like, oh no, we can't tell you because it's super duper secret. Super duper secret top. It's just like no, you're secret a part of this. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Yeah, up. he was a trust. Like Leia even says near the end of the movie, she likes him. I have a feeling of Leia, like. Okay, they had to take Leia out because honestly, Leia probably would have told him the plan because it would have calmed them down. And I think that Holdo should have been told him. And she kind of shed him at the beginning. Is it captain? Is it commander? Oh, the last thing was you got demoted. Teak, snicker, snicker. Yeah, that's what a leader should do and for, cut the balls off of your best pilot in front of the crew. That's yeah. in this false buildup of her being a villain. That's obviously what they were doing. And then her death, she dies at the to destroy the Kylo ship. I do her, love her that death. scene though, like how they show the light skip or the light speed thing go and tear through the ship. I thought that was tight. Visually, this movie is beautiful. Like the cinematography, the the framing, the visuals, everything's beautiful. Of course, the music is awesome because it's John Williams. So I don't think that even needs to be commented on because it's John. It's, you know, we know who and. The scene itself is really cool, but her saying I have to go sacrifice myself doesn't make any sense. I don't feel like she earned it because she was... Well, it made sense why she did it, though. She was just trying to protect the people. Well, the yeah, but... I'm and, she about, was but a, and she was essentially she was, doing that, too. The entire movie. She, it's not the heroic sacrifice. She's being... Yeah, she, was a, yeah. she was essentially going to be doing it anyway, but still, yeah. If, if Poe would have sacrificed himself, then it would have been like the ending of a hero's journey. He made the ultimate sacrifice. Or like, even if, even if basically they did it in a way to where uh, 
Holdo was doing stuff and it appeared to be a certain way to Poe, but then it turns out to be something completely different and he didn't realize it until it was too late to do anything about it. That would have made sense. But since it was just like, oh, hey, we're just going to make you seem like a dick the entire movie. Yeah. And then your heroic sacrifice is what See, makes people see the whole her being a dick thing. I didn't really care about it anyway. I, I mean, most of the time, whenever I see that shit, I'm just like, okay. It's, just it's, making it seem like that. And then, of course, she... I'm like, it doesn't bother me at all, like, whenever I see that. I mean, like, it's just, like, usually waiting for a comeuppance, right? But I knew in this one, they're all showing that they're all rebels, right? Where they're all trying to be fighting the good fight. So, you know, she wasn't meaning to do that. But, like, some people want to play... I have a problem with, like, people keeping secrets a lot of the time anyway. I think that it doesn't help a lot of people in the long run. I think it makes it harder on the person but uh, and, but I mean that's just me personally so I think that uh, yeah like some people think oh yeah it would be way worse no like half of this shit wouldn't be in the movie if she wasn't being a dick well but, yeah it's, it's something I mean, that... also at the same time I wouldn't want Poe to be like sacrificing himself either well <laughs> I'm not saying Poe should have been in that position I'm saying if it had been that character it would have meant more to the fans because he's well, earned yeah. it. He's earned it. She didn't do anything to earn a heroic sacrifice. She was shady and she she emasculated him and she all she had to do like I feel kind of bad because like none of the characters deserved to be shit shit upon by us, but I feel like it was lazy screenwriting and the fact that they had to like make this convoluted plot to have Rose and Finn do something um, for 12, 13 extra minutes of the movie because they had to have something else. They could have worked. I think the movie could have worked even if they didn't really jump between to a third location, which was the casino planet. I can't remember its name. I, I think you said it earlier. Canto Thank Bite. you, Canto Bite. So I, what I'm saying is a script writing, I think it would have been better played had, for one, she explained the plan to Poe and then Poe and then with her Poe, Finn and Rose come up with a plan to sneak aboard Kylo Ren's ship and maybe do some, something that way they could still get caught or you try to rescue Ray or, or something. Or try to rescue Ray or something because maybe she shows up and they want to go on a rescue mission, but something, but something else could have been in place of the, of the casino area and i think it would have worked a little bit better with the narrative than them play because it feels like the whole cloak and dagger thing about the plan was just to give poe a reason to be treasonous and do something off on his own which that doesn't make any sense story-wise and i'm looking at it as someone who used to want to be a writer so who looks at things i'm looking at it a little bit differently and the only reason i'm overly critical i wasn't overly critical for some of the things when I watched it in theaters, I just turned my brain off because I'm watching Star Wars. I'm going to go to a galaxy far and far away. But watching it to talk about it, yeah, I kind of have to like engage that part of my brain, the, the analytical side, and say that this really didn't need to be in the movie. This movie would have been about, like I said, they could have cut 12, 13 minutes off the movie and had them on board the ship another for another 
for the same thing, but did it differently. Well, that's why I say, like, a lot of people say that this is, like, the main scene that they were, like... Like, uh, one of my friends said that the main time that he stopped watching this movie was when Leia went out, and then as she was going back to the thing... When he stopped, uh, he stopped watching it after that. I was like, "Really? You didn't even try to watch the whole movie?" I don't even and think that's. He the- was like, "No, I just didn't like it. I thought it was dumb." And I was like, "Well, I mean, you got to at least give it a chance." And like, I mean, what else are you supposed to do? I mean, granted, yeah, like you would think that like she would be completely exploded like all the other people, but. Well, you like, don't the Boy scene. Like I was taking it as a movie. Right, I was understanding what they were telling me, so I was going along with the ride, so I wasn't nitpicking. But, like, yeah, like if you're talking about a movie that's very divisive with people because of the problems in the movie, and then you're trying to explain, like, if you if it's a good movie or if it's a bad movie, you're pointing out the flaws in it. But, I mean, like, I could do that with the original trilogy, too. Well, like, yeah, that's why I say that that's the problem with this series is that you could point out flaws all the time, but then you kind of got the nostalgia glasses on where you're trying to be like, this movie is so awesome because I watched it when I was younger. So then well, everything yeah. after that isn't the same type of thing. But, but the I mean, we're here to talk about and analyze the movie. What no, we- that's what I'm saying is like. That's Some why people are overthinking it. That, that's all I'm saying. It's like not us because we have to talk about this shit in the first place. I'm talking about some of the people that would just not watch the movie because of something stupid that happens in it or to their belief. It's kind of like, I don't know, it seems kind of dumb to I, do, but whatever. I'm never going to tell someone to skip a movie because I love film and my taste isn't the same taste as yours. Steven's taste isn't the same yeah, taste as mine. Yeah, art is subjective. So I will never say don't watch it. If I talk about any movie on the QLA on the YouTube channel, I'm going to tell everyone, give it a go. I'll tell them I didn't like it, but judge for yourself. Because in a, at the end of the day, what I say is true. All reviews are biased. Your review is biased because you have your because it's about opinion. My review is biased. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I tell people on TLDR all the time, uh, if you like this certain type of thing, it's probably going to be in your wheelhouse. But if not, because you might. Yeah, I I like but... bad movies. I like good movies. I like movies that make me think. If that's the point of the movie, if sometimes if I'm going to go see Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, definitely anything by Michael Bay, I'm going there just to eat popcorn, drink a soda, and veg out for two hours and enjoy myself. Um, like, I didn't hate this movie. And yeah, I am criticizing a lot because I'm talking about some of the questions I had when I'm watching it analytically instead of for just pure enjoyment. Now, if I'm just pure enjoyment, yeah, I'm going to find things that don't make sense sometimes, but it doesn't necessarily ruin the overall experience of the movie. I love seeing the first two movies in Star Wars. I hated the fact that I couldn't go to theaters and see The Rise of Skywalker. I wanted to at least finish out the trilogy in theaters and that's because um i've seen not uh one two three seven eight nine in theaters i sad that i never got to see the re-release of the original trilogy in theaters um that would have been really cool uh but it is what it is now 
my final thing I'm going to really talk about is the EVs. I'm going to call them EVs, but the crystal foxes. Um, I think they were foxes. I don't know. I don't know what the name of them are, but they look like foxes. I call them EVs. Yeah, it looks like crystal foxes, but uh, uh, I don't know for sure. I want to know why no 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 toys of that were ever made because I totally would have bought one. I I love the crystal EVs. I'm going to call them crystal EVs, and they're going to be crystalions. Well, That's did you know about why they put the porgs in the movie too? I think yeah, I can't were, remember if we like mentioned it. How they were just like too many things in those things, so they there was a bunch of yeah, and yeah. they couldn't. They were in every shot, so they said, "Okay, we'll just CGI them into these little aliens." I actually like the. And then they sold a bunch people of shit on the porgs too, but I'm like the porgs are cute. <laughs> I yeah. like the porgs. Um, I would much rather have the crystal foxes and the porgs rather than fucking stupid ass. Uh, what's it called? Damn it! From the original trilogy, fucking Jar Jar Binks. Oh, from the worthless, uh, a the fucking prequels. worthless, <laughs> fucking worthless. And he That's was. Why- the, and I, I, I can't remember if we talked about it in the Rise of Skywalker, how I, be, I still believe that the main reason why the Empire got into power was because of Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, the um. Well, yeah, he's the one who get, who who asked for them to give emergency powers to, to Palpatine, friggin' cheese. Yeah. So of course, yeah. Right. And they wanted to show you for like what two whole movies he was a giant idiot yeah he gave yeah. he gave the emergency <laughs> powers like, hey no this guy's dead. to uh like, like, that's why he did it because he's an idiot yeah <laughs> interesting and then they actually gave him the power oh, I'm, oh man this is the interesting part naboo must have stupid people on the planet um because hear me out let me explain this real quick because if you read the novelization of Attack of the Clones, which I have. I actually have the novel somewhere in hardback. There's a scene where Yoda, like, talks to um, I almost called her. Yeah, Padme. He talks to Senator Padme and he's like, the force is strong in your family. So she's force sensitive. However, Palpatine's, they're able to talk her into doing a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valorum, played by Terrence Stamp, which gets him as the acting chancellor and then he, then he like gets Jar Jar Binks from the boo to get grant him emergency powers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, God, man, that's fucking where. Uh. <laughs> and maybe that's what uh, George Lucas was going for all along. Was that wow. he was like, look at this cute little goofball. He's gonna be the one that fucking started the Jedi versus the he- Sith thing. He, don't feel bad. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's the reason why everything went wrong. And I don't I don't even know if like a lot of people realize that in the movies too. Like they didn't fully comprehend it, I think. Originally he was gonna be a dar a Sith, a dar a Sith, I thought, Jar Jar. No, that was just a fan. Was it a fan guy? They were saying people were saying thinking that he was going to be uh uh yeah, like like Darth Maul. Yeah, and that basically, like, he was pretending to be an idiot so that he could fly under the radar and do all this manipulative. It stuff. makes sense. I, but um, overall, I again, I said this before. I do think that the the Last Jedi is the weaker of the the new movies. 
I would probably say the force awakens is my personal favorite. Then the rise of Skywalker, then this one, but I didn't hate the film. I didn't like it, but I don't hate it. I, um, if this was, I honestly think I, I part of me kind of wants them to redo the, the new trilogy, but they can't. But um, because I, I just think it's something that if they had done another gloss over the script, I have nothing like, I, I don't like Ray because I felt like she's a static character through all three movies. There was no growth. Um, and by the end of the movie, it did find kind of feel like she was kind of a Mary Sue because it kind of felt like it was that way. Um, honest, uh, honestly, I think someone like John Favreau should have been in charge of the star Wars movies. Cause look what he did with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian was awesome. You had strong. You had, yeah. But that only came out recently. Yeah. They wouldn't have found out that John Favreau was that awesome uh, until he made Yeah, that's true. But so, he did Iron Man. And, well, yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't mean true. it would necessarily do well in the Star Wars That's universe. true. And I'm totally stoked because in season two of The Mandalorian, they're going to bring Ahsoka in, and she's played by Rosario Dawson. So that's like happy noise right there. But I really feel like overall, I don't hate the film. I don't love it. Um, honestly, I'm more of an original trilogy person. I don't even hate the uh, the prequels, but I, I have a little bit more love for them just because I liked Qui-Gon Jinn was one of my favorite Jedi's. Barriss Ophie and Luminaria and Dooley were two of my favorite, Je three of my favorite Jedi's. Um, and so I like those characters, even though you didn't get to see them much in the movies. There is a book called The Approaching Storm that has Barriss Ophie and Luminaria and Dooley in it. And so I, I like those Jedi. Um, Jeremy hasn't even really been able to speak this whole time, too. So well, I mean, everyone's going to get a chance to talk. Um, this is just me finishing up my thoughts, and then no, I was just thinking. But um, no, you're fine. But this is what this is. This is starting a conversation. The um, that my biggest pet peeve was the C plot. I think it could have been taken out of the movie. I think they could have done something else to be creative. To get them on board the the star star destroyer, Kyle is I don't know the name of his ship, um, but it let it. I I I do see the overarching for this movie for Poe where he he's impulsive, but by the final fight on the planet they are heading to crate, he he's kind of let some of that go and knows when it's time to quit. It seems a little short to learn a lesson like that, but he learned that lesson. I. I like the character of Poe Dameron. I like Finn. I wish they had, again, I wish they would have explored him knowing being force sensitive. Um, I wish they would have had an overarching story for all three movies, but it seems like each movie is a separate story in, in the trilogy where it's, where at least crap and say what you want on the, the prequels, but there was an overarching story between all three films. And even the original trilogy still had that overarching story, not perfectly, because Star Wars is like, uh, let's see if they like this, and then we'll go and do Empire, you know, the rest, I'll finish the rest of the story. But if they wanted something that could stand on its own if it had to. The original trilogy, uh, the, pre the, sequel, the prequel trilogy, at least had the overarching story, and the sequel trilogy I felt was lacking that. I don't want to dislike Ray. I feel like Ray needed more character development and to grow more as a character, and I never really felt that she did that. And she, I don't feel like she really grew in this movie as either. And so that's my final thoughts, really. I don't hate it. I don't love it. If, you're, if you 
like science fiction, you know, watch it. Um, if I'm sure pretty much anyone who listens to this has probably already seen it. So I'm not going to tell anyone not to watch a movie because like I said, art, art is subjective and everyone has their own opinion. And so who would like to give their final thoughts next? Uh, All right, go ahead, Steve. All right. uh, Well, here's the thing. Uh, My main issue with this movie is that basically when J.J. Abrams made The Force Awakens, he was like, hey, here's a bunch of questions for you. And hey, guys that are taking over, have fun answering those questions. And then in this one, it seems like Ryan Johnson went... What is the dumbest possible way that we can answer these <laughs> questions? Well, not dumbest possible, but the like least impactful. It's like, oh, we're going to set up this huge mystery as to who's, who Ray's parents are. In this, Kylo's like, nobody important. Oh, uh, we're going to set up this huge thing to where, what's the deal with Snoke? Oh, he's dead. Don't worry about him. Oh, oh yeah. There's this other stuff. And who cares? I didn't even comment. And it's just Snoke. Like... Hugh Snoke. Hugh Hefner um, in this movie. I thought it was stupid that they killed him, too, because I wanted to know more about him. But, go yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, like, and it's just like, okay, I get it. That, that you had this huge playground to play in. And that you could do what literally whatever you want. But when you're trying to subvert expectations, because I mean, The Force Awakens, the main thing that people had an issue with was that it seemed too familiar. Yeah. And to just go, hey, you know how that last one seemed too familiar? This one is going to seem like none of this makes any sense and none of it is familiar. We're going to make Luke into an emo douche because he almost killed him. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Uh, and, and, and it's like, okay, if you're going to take him in that direction, at least make it feel earned. And yes, that's the one thing I like about it is the one scene where Luke tries to kill Ben is it plays off of the whole thing in the original trilogy where Yoda tells Luke, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering, and that leads to the dark side. And basically, in that moment, it goes through all of that. Yeah. But that is the only interesting, really interesting moment in this entire movie, and that's like two minutes long. Yeah, I I didn't like how they killed Snoke. I thought that was a waste because then they had to course correct and bring back the emperor. And when they're like, who's her parents? And then basically Kylo goes, they're nobodies. Well, they didn't actually have to bring back the emperor. They, I wanted it to be Kylo versus fucking Ray for the last film. Like I thought it would have been way better if it would have been Ray uh, trying to save him or, or just like fighting him. And then, like I like how they redeemed him in a way, but also at the same time, I definitely think that that's the only thing with me with Snoke. I didn't give a shit about Snoke at all. I didn't. At all. I, well, gave, I think I told you. Uh, uh-huh. Sorry, 
I think I told you guys in the last one that I felt that after Kylo <laughs> killed Snoke, he should have taken power yeah. and yeah. just went he fucking crazy with it. And, and even if they pull a Vader at the very end, it would have been like earned. Yeah. It yeah, and, and at the end, Ray could have actually killed him and then ended it by, I'm sorry, you know, it was one of those things kind of that they liked each other, but they couldn't be on the same could, side. Yeah. Or, or even if they both died, and that's what finally brought balance to the Force or yeah, whatever. There'd, yeah. be no, there'd yeah. been no Jedi or Sith, because they'd all be dead. Yeah. I... Yeah. I actually didn't want Kylo to die in the last movie. I thought it would have been um, better had because it seems like in the last movie, Leia's Leia reaching out to him with the Force turned him, and and she became one with the Force. I kind of wanted him to survive just be just for that reason because he he did change, and I wanted to see where that could go. Um, I don't think Palpatine was necessary for the third one. I think they should have explained Snoke as it being a clone that was on the ship with Kylo and not the real Snoke if they're going to go that route. And I think people would have been like, oh, they would have bought it more had it been a clone than pissed off. Mm. And so I agree with a lot of what you said because I had those feelings too. I just, you know, I got got on my soapbox and talked about everything. But um, I didn't like Luke being a hermit. But him, but I can looking back and hearing you talk about the struggle and linking it to Yoda, I can see where that made sense for you. I did. I think um, I I didn't like Luke being a bitter old man. I, it just felt out of character for Luke. And you're right; they should have had a bigger payoff to why he was that way than him sensing the dark side in Ben. Well, if you, uh, to me, it made sense. So, I mean, like, uh, for, like, anything, why he would be off by himself the whole time. Like, because you could have figured that he would have been trying to do something else the whole time. Or, like, he was trying to hide to protect people or whatever. But it also made sense if it was, like, he was doing it because he thought that he failed at something, you know? Like, that's why I wasn't, like, yeah. thinking if, if too much of up, it. he said, you're coming to me for answers, and I don't have any, it would have been like, okay, now I understand him, and all he had to do was say one line. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I did like his fight with Kylo, although I kind of wished it was actually Luke and not a Force projection, <laughs> only because I oh. was saying that. <laughs> I f- totally forgot about that, right? Okay, so... uh you know how we were talking about in Rise of Skywalker for the other one where we were talking about how they were talking to each other and stuff was going from that world into the other one, right? Yeah. So at the end of this, I totally forgot about he had Han Solo's uh, dice, whatever, like necklace thing, whatever. I guess it's his dice or whatever. And then he grabbed it off the planet that was off the Millennium Falcon and he for, uh, force projected him with the dice and handed them to her. So I forgot that scene was into it. So it made sense. So then that's why it made sense in Rise of Skywalker how they were able to uh, mold the other things from other areas 
or at least that's what I took out of it, or like to a certain degree. I mean, still, it's a bit wonky, but it kind of explains the shit a little bit. Not really, but still. <laughs> kind of a little bit. Oh, not really, but you know. <laughs> it's the greatest movie in the history of movies, I promise you. All right. Do you have more to add, Stephen, to your final thoughts? No, that was I hear you. All right. Josh, what are, you, what are your final thoughts? Well, really, I mean, I like the movie. I don't think anybody needs to hate on to it more than it has to be. I think they should just watch the movie, and then if you don't enjoy it, then don't ever talk about it, I guess, or just be like, eh. Because, I mean, I haven't seen, I definitely don't think this is as bad as Phantom Menace. I'm going to talk about that <laughs> till the day I die. Phantom Menace is the worst Star Wars movie ever. But it has Darth Maul. Fuck no. That's the only good part about the whole damn movie. Jeez. And people talk about the damn arcade game. Right. That's only like three. People are talking about the damn arcade game being awesome. I fucking hate that game too. I actually really like the pod. pod I actually like the pod. The pod racing one. I fucking hate that game too. Damn it. That game game was actually I have I I have that on the Dreamcast. And that game is awesome. (laughs) It's fun to play. People love that game and I hate it, man. God. This like, crazy. I don't know. It's probably because I fucking hate Phantom Menace, or I shouldn't say hate, but I just haven't been able to will myself to watch that damn movie in like ten or fifteen plus years or something like that. It's been a while. No, even I... before, even before when Force Awakens was coming out, I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch the first six again before the movie comes out. Which one do I skip? Fucking Phantom Menace. There's... Yeah, you know it's you know it's Ow. super hilarious that I haven't actually said. Hey, Joe, you remember how a long time ago you burned me a copy of the second one of the prequel yeah. Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones. I still haven't watched. <laughs> oh my god! I god. actually, like I said, my favorite, the thing I, I the thing I criticize most about the the prequels. Um, is a dialogue, but the overabundance of CGI too sucks. But uh, the, 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 the overabundance of CGI, like, I mean, I could understand taking like practical effects for a bunch of stuff and then using CGI to supplement, like, like newer trilogy does. Yeah. But oh, the overabundant CGI basically it makes it feel like the the really cool things that should be really cool. Because they're all CGI, it pulls you directly out of the moment, and it's like yeah, especially this is not as cool as it. Especially could be. if the CGI doesn't age very well, and it'll take you right out. Um, <laughs> here's a here's a uh, tidbit I forgot to mention. I just thought of, remembered it. Did you know Ewan McGregor wanted to come back as Obi Wan at some point in this movie, and they were they were all for the idea, but they couldn't figure out how to fit him in. And I'm like, you mean you you couldn't have put him in the scene that Yoda was in? Yeah, I, I know what the hell that would make complete sense. You know, like they all like giving him shit the whole time, being like, "Fucking Luke, you, you're being a dummy." You but, could have had like him, and I, I think it would have been. I think it would have made sense to have you and McGregor as Obi Wan and Yoda there. You could have worked them both into that scene. And since we cut out in my version in my head, we cut out the fucking gambling scene. There would be more time to expand on that and them talking about the the importance of being hope 
And that's what lead Luke to force project to be on the planet crate to fight Kylo Ren to buy the rebels. Yeah, especially him being able to talk to both of his teachers. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Like it would have made so much sense in the day. Yeah. Because yeah. So I would have said they're like, we couldn't figure out how to work him in. I'm like, there's the perfect seed. You could have added both yeah, both of them. And like yeah, and have friggin' Obi-Wan be like, oh, hey, you think you're the only guy who screwed up while you were playing somebody? Uh, yeah, look at me. I fucked up your uh, dad. I screwed up, okay, I screwed up with your dad. Like, I cut his fucking legs off, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed up. I got, look who's got the high ground now, bitch. <laughs> um... I think they could have worked Obi-Wan in. It would have been perfect to add him to that scene to get another perspective. And because Yoda talks about failure being the best teacher, and that would have been a perfect time for Obi-Wan to come in and talk about how he felt about things. Oh, you guys talking about failure? <laughs> Who failed? Sit down, Luke. Right here. <laughs> Sit down. We're going to learn you some more. And, and honestly, they could have done something with him anyway, like especially with him talking about the like failing Ben. You know, yeah. that could have been a scene that they could have perfectly put in there. But the, anyway, that's just semantics. But um, anyway, that's I didn't mean to interject that. What else do you got to say, Josh, about your final thoughts? Uh, that's it. Just okay. a good movie. Don't be thinking too much highly on it, and if you don't like it, don't ever watch it again, pretty much. Alright, Jeremy, what's your final <laughs> thoughts of The Last Jedi? Well, um, I know this might seem a little funky, but what I felt was that, um, his name's Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Right? yeah. I felt that he was actually trying to remake Empire Strikes Back with a little bit of Return of the Jedi. He could well been. Because, well, you think about it in Empire, right? There was a long spaceship chase involving the Star Destroyers Mm. on the heels of the Rebels. But, and we got that in The Last Jedi, right? But it was pretty much (laughs) the resistant ships fly just a little out of range of the Star Destroyers. And then they ran out of fuel. I don't know if you remember. Anyway, but then you have the, uh, let's see, what was I getting at? The, uh, shoot. Well, I um, mean, Ray's hand didn't get cut off or, or fins. So there's that. <laughs> and then there wasn't like, hey, Luke or uh, Ray, I am your father. And Snoke's like, uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, there was also, you know, the, uh, shoot, I'm trying to think that, uh, the way Luke was, is it was kind of the Luke from Empire Strikes Back. And, uh, that it, anyways, that it might have been, uh, anyways, I'm kind of just, I, this movie, I didn't, it didn't fulfill what, you know, and what I was talking about going back to, you know, who the last Jedi was, it really didn't fulfill that piece for me. I think they could have went, uh, 
deeper into it. Deeper. Well, like I was saying, you know, they kind of went down the path of, you know, because at the beginning I was thinking, well, is Kylo Ren going to be the last Jedi? I think we even had conversations about this before the movie came out, that 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 could have been a way they went. Um, that, that it could have been Ray. that it could have been Luke may have been the last one and they found out this in the during the film, right? But then they kind of did not even fully explain it even when this movie ended. Like, you still didn't know who the hell... See, that's the main thing that I was... Last that, I was. that was the main thing that I was thinking yeah. of was when the tree was on fire and stuff like that. I thought yeah. what they were yeah, explaining the for Jedi, Last uh, Jedi was that you know that they were saying getting rid of the textbooks and all this stuff was kind of yeah. like Luke was the last the Jedi, Jedi ending because Luke and was then the last one whatever that's stuff. now is something different type of thing like Ray and whoever else after that. I that's thought what they were it gonna... seemed like to me, even though that she already grabbed the textbooks. Yeah, she already. took them, so they yeah. weren't yeah, they weren't destroyed. I actually thought what they were going to do with the movie, and I was kind of hoping they would do this, is do something like the Bindu, which are gray Jedi. They they have the balance of the light and the dark. They're they're like right in the middle, and I thought that's what, that's what I thought they were going to do. Instead of instead of doing light and dark, it would have been the Bindu. That's what that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, and that's the the main thing about Kylo Ren to me is that it felt like he was more like in the middle between them both anyway. He, like he was just more leaning towards the, or at least from what they were showing in the movies, was that well that became was, more that way in the last one. Yeah, that's what I I'm think saying. the it's way like that it went in Last Jedi was he was going full on bad, but then they kind of reversed that. In the, the last one, because he they, yeah. they should have. In Rise, that was they basically yeah. JJ going. It was supposed to be a redemption arc from the beginning, and Ryan Johnson messed it up. So now I have to fix it. Shoehorn it back in. There. Yeah, his, and it's like because he was. Well, you could have just went like, well, he's taking it this way. Let's go full on that way and make him the full bad guy. Yeah. And it would have been, it would have made. Yeah, as much as I wanted to see him redeemed, he didn't really need it. Um, yeah. I think the story should have been like, maybe he's a character in Ray's story. Ray's story, like, and that's why I'm kind of sad that her character I felt like needed more character development. Well, that was where I was kind of getting at too. Joe was the Ray wasn't really a big part of the story, and neither was Finn in the second. Yeah, it was. Or it was more everybody else, and so there was real no. Yeah, it seemed like there was more for Poe. Yeah, well, and then his shit with Hondo, Hondo, that that uh, dynamic Hondo. there. Hold, Hondo, that, Hondo or somebody Hondo. else. Yeah, Hondo. 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 Yeah. It, well, anyways, it was Laura Dern. Yeah, right? Laura Dern. Yeah. 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 Um, but that dynamic that was in that part it was like okay and then they that was kind of like where you get into rise of skywalker and he wasn't even the same type of person going into that movie mm-hmm. so it was like what the hell i mean that that's where you start if you actually like watch them back to back or whatever you kind of start to see like what the hell that doesn't really make much sense 
But um, again, like I was saying in the last one, when I watched this one and I saw it in the theaters, it was a good movie. If I don't pay attention to all the crap, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and go, what what happened in the last one? Or you know that type of thing. But if you start comparing them, then you're like, okay, I can see where there's freaking problems. <laughs> but on, on its own, it wasn't a bad movie. But if you mm-hmm. kind of go in lockstep, then you see the flaws. But um, anyway. like I said, I don't hate this movie. I just wanted something more. Well, I wasn't saying you did. What I was saying is I didn't either. But I can see, like again, where I was saying in the last one where you have people that if they watch Force Awakens and they watch Last Jedi right behind it and then they watch Rise of Skywalker, they're going to go, what the shit? And that's where they're going to go, I don't really care for this one because in the grand scheme of all three, it didn't make a lot of sense. It didn't. You know, and so, and then, because if you continue the arc, like if they had, if you have the first one and the third one, right, and you continue the arc from the first one to the third one, this movie would have been completely different. It would have, because like if you look look at Star Wars uh, Empire and Return, didn't they all have three different directors, but they still had an overarching story that even though the first one was made to be a standalone just in case it failed, the other stories still fit into the narrative where I feel like these don't really fit into the narrative. They're kind of forced in. Yeah, well, Empire Strikes Back, if I remember, because, again, it was a while back that I saw it, but that had the arc with Luke dealing with Yoda, right? Yeah, that's what he, he does the Dagobah so, after they leave. Yeah. He does a lot of training. So, yeah. so this is where I was saying I feel that this Ryan Johnson Last Jedi was kind of a remake of that because Ray going to Luke was kind of the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure. And that. that, you know, except it was just on wherever Luke was at. So there was a Ray-Luke dynamic instead of the Luke Yoda dynamic in this movie. And then there was the, so I feel that that's kind of what he was aiming at when he made this one, but it didn't connect, you know, at the end of the day, that's where, again, I think they gave in to Canon or whatever people bitching, you know, JJ Abrams. I don't know when they shifted the third one. That's where I was saying, I don't know if they, when this one came out, if they would have continued it from that and made it, like I said, with freaking, we can't talk about it now, but like Kylo Ren, if he would have went full on bad in the third one, right? And he was the bad guy. Then I think Last Jedi wouldn't have been viewed as being as shitty as it is viewed now because basically the third one was admitting the second one was a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. and that's where that's where I have an issue because really overall it's really Disney or whoever admitting that Ryan Johnson didn't do a very good job. No, with they, this movie. they shouldn't have given him creative freedom. There should have been yeah. and there should have been a plan in place for each like certain beats that have to be in each movie. However, some of the side stuff you could develop in whatever way you want, but there should have been certain beats like. Um, with the storytelling, there should have been 
and that would have helped create the overarching story. It felt like three separate stories trying to fit one narrative. And like I said, I wasn't I wasn't down with the Emperor coming back because I felt that cheapened Luke's defeating Luke and Vader defeating him in Return of the Jedi. And I think he should have died. Now, if they do something with the mirrors in another movie, I can't remember what they're called. Um, I looked it up for the last one, but I just don't remember off the top of my head. If they do something with that, because I think that's how um, Ahsoka is still alive, because she should have she fought Vader, and she was rescued by she was rescued in Rebels, and the last season when they were in the mirrors. And so she went and she teamed up with Sabine. So that's how Ahsoka is still alive in after Return of the Jedi. Because she's going to show up in Mandalorian season two. I just felt like I agree with I agree with you saying that there's no character growth in this movie. I really didn't think there was for anybody. Um, Poe probably had the closest thing to char- the character growth with him saying, no, we have to retreat. It's the wise decision instead of going forward with it but rose trying to save finn didn't make any sense and her being in love with him didn't make any sense i didn't i'm not against the idea but it just felt like tacked on at the end like there was to me it didn't feel like there was a development of that romance um so so we are going to do rise from the grave let it uh (laughs) let it die and rest in peace um steven what do you say uh, I, it, it just needs to rest in peace. Cause I, it, I don't think like doing another retry of this trilogy is going to make it any better. No. I think the trilogy we have is the one we've got and that's it. Yep. Like, keep doing side stories and stuff. But other than that, I'm going to, I'm going to say rest in peace. Um, there's, speculation that they're going to undo this trilogy with the mirror thing. Um, let it be whatever it is. I think they should do side stories. I would like to see the Obi-Wan series if it ever they gets want to the do, and They should just do the Boba Fett movie. And, and something with Boba Fett. But let's. I honestly, I feel like the best Star Wars movie since Disney took over was Rogue One. Um, I think that was the best Star Wars movie it, oh, I said that last yeah, time. It's that's by far. I've never seen Solo, so I can't comment on Solo. But just it was a good. lot of people have said it wasn't good. Um, <laughs> it wasn't it's bad, not, but it wasn't as good as Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, and I think they Rogue kind of cheapened Han Solo in that one. I think that's the main thing that I didn't like about it is that they didn't make. I don't know. It took away a lot of mystique out of Han Solo and. For certain characters, you shouldn't explain their backstories. Han Solo being one of those characters, they have to have that mystique. And if that's the case, like I, maybe one day I'll sit down and watch it, pop some popcorn, and maybe we'll cover it. I don't know. We're doing. We seem to be doing in every other Star Wars theme. So maybe we'll do Speed Racer, uh, The Force Awakens, whatever the next one is, and then we'll do Solo. And, but um, I'm gonna say rest in peace. Let it be what it is. It is what it yeah, is. I think everybody should probably be like up on the rest in peace part. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Where are you at, Josh? You too? Yeah. All right. So we're in agreement here. The movies should just stand as it is. Uh, 
love it or hate it, it, it is Star Wars. Um, like I said, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I feel like everyone else is in that same boat except for Josh. Josh likes it. But um, I, if that's your wheelhouse and you're a Star Wars fan, is there even a name for Star Wars fans? Like Star Trek has Trekkies Star and Trekkers, Star Wars fans. If you're a fan of Star Wars, <laughs> you probably have already seen this movie. So recommending it or not recommending it is not going to matter. Uh, if you, for some reason, were on uh, in the Outer Rim, living on Tatooine or Jakku and have not seen the new trilogy, at least give it a shot. All nine movies are available on Disney+. Plus. So give it a go and make inform your own opinions. I'm I'm never going to tell you what to like and what not to like. And for that, uh, my name's Joseph. Thank you for joining us today on Sci-Fi Graveyard. For Stephen, Jeremy, and Josh, we want to wish you all a wonderful night. You will be listening to us again probably tomorrow night when we talk about WWE Payback. That was actually tonight, but none of us seem to really care. <laughs> Yeah, we're not. Yeah. Right. We just did a pay-per-view. So, <laughs> but anyway, good night, everyone. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, The Heart of Geek, Twitter, The Heart of Geek, uh, YouTube, The Heart of Geek, and Insta- Instagram is The Heart of Geek. The only thing that we are not Heart of Geek is on Twitch. It's just Heart of Geek on Twitch.com or is it? Is it twitch.tv? Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash Heart of Geek. Everything else. Oh, we have a D&D stream this week? I think so, right? We should be streaming we're Saturday. Stream Saturday. Yeah, we're going to. Then the following week, probably not, right? Because we'll all be in, well, I'll be in California. Yep, yeah. me too. So, so next week, we will be, or this next Saturday, we'll be streaming the Heroes of Eletheria, which we. Life sucks. Depression's a bitch. So there have been some delays, but we are going to be streaming on Saturdays on Twitch. So if you like us on Twitch, just set reminders or something. So when we go live, you'll know. Um, it's a fun story where some of most of us are playing D&D for the first time. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. So we hope to see you there too. And, and, and it also will be on Facebook and our YouTube channel at the same time. So it's not only on Twitch, it'll be on Facebook and YouTube. And YouTube. Okay, very cool. I keep forgetting about that. So join us. Yeah. <laughs> join us and thank you for listening. Please subscribe and don't be afraid to talk to us. We are, we're just starting out here so we have no problems and we have no problems with talking with our fans. We like to engage with you. So if you see or hear anything, reach out to us and talk to us. Anyway, have a great night. I'm starting to ramble. Must must be time for bed. So y'all have a wonderful night and thank you again for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard. Good night everybody. All right. Bye, people. Bye. Bye.